Hello and welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. A podcast where we take one verse at a time. Looking um, to put it back in its context so we can understand it better. And link it to um, other parts of Scripture, which I think is a very important um, step to learn to start to take it. I think it, I, I, Scripture starts to make a lot more sense when we begin to see the connection that all these letters and writings weren't just put together in one book for no reason. But the connections are not always obvious, you know. And anyone who makes it seem that way, that's not helpful because they really are not always obvious. But we begin to connect one scripture to another, even within just a chapter. And you'll see what I mean. Um, if you're new to all this, you'll see what I mean even in, in today's episode. It just begins to make scripture what it is, which is, you know, communication that's meant to make sense. And so we're not talking about deep esoteric mysteries or finding these weird connections between verses. I'm talking about just letting scripture be what it is takes practice. You know, it takes practice and discipline. So um, we'll we'll see a little bit more about what we're talking about as we put it into practice today. Um, we're going to be in Psalm 23 today, the 23rd Psalm. This is the Lord is my shepherd Psalm, if you're familiar with that at all. And one of the temptations that we'll face today, and so I'm glad Psalm 23 is up, is the temptation to believe that we've heard this before. You may notice that happens to you in Scripture. So there's some well-known chapters or verses, and like John three sixteen and and seventeen, or you know Genesis one or Psalm twenty three, where you think, "Man, I've heard that before," so I get that one. It's like, well, you might, but there might there's almost certainly more to be had if you go back. Okay, so we'll try to again illustrate that as well. All right, so Psalm twenty three. We're going to, our verse of the day is verse six, powerful verse. Okay. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So this is a Psalm written by David. And that can be important to remember if you've ever read David's story of his life, young life, and then, you know, David and Goliath and David and Saul and David and Absalom and David and Solomon and, you know, all these issues. You need to know it's that guy saying that goodness and mercy followed him all the days of his life in case that you start to think that what this means is that you will will have a life with no problems. Say that's not... That's not it at all. But another way that we could realize that, so knowing the author and being like, no, the author's life was not a problem-free life, so there's no way that's what it means. Another way we can do it is by using that context, okay, that we were talking about before. So let's just go up one verse, and I'll show you what I mean. So verse 5 says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. So why is that interesting? I mean, for various reasons, but what verse 5 is telling us is that the person who wrote this has enemies. So that's not a problem for your life. You guys notice that? It's in the presence of his enemies. You know, they're there, but God is bigger and has made a table 
for us. Isn't that, that's always been one of my favorite pictures in scripture. I just always get this picture of Jesus, like putting out this awesome meal on the table while like the devil and all of his minions just have to watch, you know, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. All right. That's where the goodness and mercy. Now I love how it says goodness and mercy shall follow me. It's an interesting phrase. Um, all the days of my life, because the picture is, you know, life can feel like we're running forward. We're dealing with each situation as it comes and so on like this. And it feels like something, I, I can't speak for you guys, but I hear this a lot and it's definitely real for me. It can feel like something is chasing me. You know, it's like, what's chasing you? Well, lack and poverty and fear and failure and, you know, anxiety and issues and, you know, what might happen to family and government and health issues, you know, are following me. So it's interesting that David says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And what will happen when they catch you, David? I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Isn't that neat? It's the idea of you're walking along when you finally fall, you fell into goodness and mercy that have been following you all your life. I also wonder how many of you would witness to the fact that you sometimes can feel like you're just living your life and doing the best you can and taking one day at a time. And then it's when you look back, you know, you look back at your life. And there's a lot of Psalms that David wrote that do this, where there's just like reflection on life. And you look back and you go, man, I can really see God's hand in my life. Well, I didn't see it then, but I see it now. It's almost as if goodness and mercy have been following me all the days of my life. All right, let's go up to verse four. Again, another look at how this this is a journey and it isn't about a problem-free journey. Verse four says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Okay, so that's a description and David's been there. You, you have too, if you've lived any amount of time in this world. So you think of yourself walking through a valley on either side, the shadow, those mountains that are casting a shadow over that valley you're walking through, that's death. And even though you walk through it, I will fear no evil for you are with me. So it's not that you aren't going through it or that it will never happen to you or it isn't really that bad. It's no, it's that I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It's been pointed out before and it's true that, you know, this is built on the picture of the Lord being our shepherd and that we are the sheep of his pasture. And so the shepherd thing goes here with the rod and staff. So the staff, you know, to keep the sheep in line and the rod to protect them and, and fight off other animals. And these things, knowing that God is the protector and the director and the corrector <laughs> is, that's where our comfort comes from rather than a problem-free life. So again, we're saying, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. We're not thinking, I know how every situation, circumstance in my life is going to work out, and because of that, I'm okay. But instead, it's, I know who God is. I know that he's with me, and I know that control and correction and direction are in his hands. And that's where I get my comfort from, okay? Because otherwise, it's, it defeats the whole purpose of what this psalm was supposed to remind us of as we lead you know, we're kind of working our way through backwards through it. It's kind of leading us up to that main point, which is found in verse one, which is the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, he's my shepherd and that's all that I need. It's everything to me. 
And even though my life is going to take me through things, valley of the shadow of death, you know, enemies and all these issues, it's his presence with me. And the fact that this hard road I'm walking leads to his house forever. And that as I'm walking it, he's with me through it and his goodness and mercy are following after me. And I just think all these aspects are so important to keep in mind because it keeps us away from that false Christianity that, you know, the Bible or scripture or Christianity or prayer or some kind of spiritual practices, if done right, will immediately rescue us from all problems and we'll live a life of power and uh, riches and health without, without interruption. I mean, that's just so not in scripture. Okay, that's the best thing I can say about it. Um, where can we see Jesus in these verses? This is his life, right? Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Um, this is what he told his disciples were gonna was going to happen, so that he was going to go through the valley of the shadow of death, but that his father had him, and that he was going to his house, and that he would, and in his father's house there are many rooms, and he was going to prepare one for us. Isn't that neat? This is you know, a report on Jesus's life. And what's cool is this whole uh, psalm is about his shepherding presence in our lives. And that's what he did for his disciples too while he was here. You guys remember that? So he takes them on and then he directs and protects and corrects. And they get to like live out Psalm 23 with him. And even though they went through the valley of the shadow of death with him, um, they would fear no evil because he was with them. And then he even dies and they stick with him and he and he's resurrected from the dead because goodness and mercy will follow him all the days of his life. And then he goes, you know what happened to me, guys? That's what's going to happen to you. So you keep your eyes on me and follow me. All right. Psalm 23, man. It It's a great scripture to memorize and just make a part of your life but be careful not to think okay i've heard that before you know just keep going verse by verse praying asking looking not looking for hidden stuff or weird connections but just the stuff that's laying right there but it just takes time and living with it and praying through it to see okay all right so good to be with you see you next time